I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for January 28th. Today in 1978 isn't really the anniversary of a show necessarily, or even a story. It's the anniversary of a sound. On this day in 1978, an episode of The Bionic Woman aired, titled The Martians Are Coming, The Martians Are Coming, a story involving UFO sightings, which, of course, the OSI and Jamie Summers herself have to investigate. But it's in this episode's soundtrack that a real surprise can be heard. 23 months before it became the singular sound that defined Jerry Goldsmith's soundtrack for Star Trek The Motion Picture, an instrument called the beam was echoing through our ears courtesy of the bionic woman. And this may be one of the reasons it went on to become the sound of V'ger. We'll beam up the story of the beam after this. Two television guest star roles must be noted for occurring on January 28th. It was today in 1979 that Battlestar Galactica was visited by Fred Astaire as a man who may have been Starbuck's father. And on Stargate SG-1, comedian Dom DeLuise appeared as Ergo. The beam, also popularly known as the blaster beam, is a metallic instrument anywhere from 12 to 16 feet in length, with an open channel over which strings are stretched, more or less like a guitar neck suitable for a heavy metal giant. The strings are plucked or struck, sometimes with a round metal cylinder similar to a giant guitar slide, resulting in a hollow, unearthly bass note picked up and amplified through electrical pickups, again like a guitar. Though various musicians had become associated with the beam, it was a musician and former child actor named Craig Huxley who filed for a patent on the blaster beam and played the beam on the soundtracks of everything from the first Star Trek movie to The Black Hole to 10 Cloverfield Lane to The Orville. But in this early 1978 episode of The Bionic Woman, it slithered and slid its way around notes accompanying repeated UFO appearances in the story. And the beam didn't stop there. Early in 1979, it could be heard prominently in the music for CBS's attempt at a TV series pilot for Marvel's Doctor Strange, and made another TV appearance, this time in a sci-fi convention-themed episode of the Wonder Woman series. Wherever the beam could be heard, it was being associated with the otherworldly and the unknowable. Move over, Theremin. The beam was kind of a Lovecraftian sound that most people couldn't really fathom or place, and it gradually got attention. As Jerry Goldsmith wrestled with the job of composing music for the first Star Trek movie in 1979, it was already a difficult gig not least which because the visual effects process was taking so torturously long that Goldsmith would book recording sessions without knowing if he would have edited film for which to write music. Goldsmith wanted to avoid making the motion picture score overtly electronic, but he says in an interview that the head of Paramount's music department urged him to listen to the Beam's prior appearances. 
and the rest is history. Goldsmith added the blaster beam to the orchestra, making it the musical voice of V'ger. And that's the story of a sound that, if you were listening carefully back in 1978, you might have first heard as the bionic woman tried to get to the bottom of a UFO hoax. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for January 28th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.